Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 348. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's beautiful again. We have blue skies and sunshine and warm temperatures for this holiday weekend. It is summer solstice tomorrow, so it feels like a holiday uh, energetically and just with our, our weather right now. And then Sunday we have Father's Day. We have a new moon, a solar eclipse. Where is so much yet again that is moving here on planet earth so i'd like to begin with an acknowledgement on father's day to more than an acknowledgement a deep bow so much love to the fathers in my journey my own dad who is just the coolest he's also an aquarius like me and i just adore my father he is um, not a perfect man, but he has been an excellent father in my own life and an amazing grandfather. And so today, I just really want to give a shout out to my dad. <sighs> We're going to celebrate tomorrow. It'll be good. Social distancing is not fun. Let me just name that as a child who wants to give her dad a hug. <laughs> this social distancing thing sucks. But at least he and I are able to get together and and celebrate with my family tomorrow. And then I want to give a shout out to the father of my children who has provided with such love and steadiness to them from the day they were born, from before they were born. And he spoils them, he honors them, he cheerleads for them. He is just an amazing father. And then a big shout out to my husband who is their stepdad and is so rock steady for them also and for his children and for all the children that he fathers in his work as a teacher. You know, I, I've said this to him so many times, the impact that he has made on all of the children that he has raised in his classrooms over the years. It's countless and the ripples that that creates in the ways that those children grow up and then parent their children. There's no way to measure the impact that he's making. And I feel like there are so many other uh, teachers and mentors and coaches and, you know, role, figure roles, figureheads, people, men that are doing such big work on our planet as fathers or father figures. So I'm stumbling over my words, but I just want to say wow and thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I don't feel like we celebrate the strength of the masculine often enough in the way that they sacrifice and provide and hold really steady for all of those that they take care of. 
So, happy Father's Day. <laughs> we'll start with that. And then there's astrology. Oh, okay, I'm going to read another email from Astro Butterfly. And then I just have a few thoughts to share. This won't be a very long podcast. Um, but this, this feels relevant. It kind of summarizes um, where we've been and where we're headed. And um, I'm going to be reading from an email. So you're going to hear some papers turning. I know I quoted Astro Butterfly last week. I may have done it the week before. And I may be doing it again. But Astro Butterfly is nailing it in this moment. So here's the email that I received on Tuesday. (laughs) And I'm going to read it as she sent it. (laughs) Dear Vivian, unless you've been hiding under a rock or you don't read the news, you know that the world is in turmoil at the moment. Why is that? Let's put this into context. Astrologers have been warning everyone for years about the Capricorn stellium, which peaked last March. We haven't had four slow-moving planets, Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, and South Node, in the same sign since the Renaissance Reformation. That time was preceded by the Black Death. One of the effects of the Black Death is that it shifted the balance of power and wealth in European societies, which in turn brought dominance to several city-states in Italy, where the Renaissance first began. History shows us, again and again, this simple truth. No crisis, no change. Beyond the Capricorn planetary activity, there are several astrological alignments that are specifically responsible with the latest developments. As I was writing in the June forecast, these are 1. The planetary retrogrades, and 2. The eclipse season. So she starts by describing the planetary retrogrades. Venus, Mercury, and Mars retrograde. Let's start with these. In June, we have six retrograde planets, which is quite a lot. But what makes this retrograde season especially disrupting is that two of them are personal planets, Venus and Mercury. Slow-moving planets are retrograde for almost half the time, so it's not unusual to have Saturn, Neptune, or Pluto retrograde. However, personal planets, Mercury, Mars, and Venus, go retrograde less frequently, only 19%, 9%, and 7% of the time. Mercury is only retrograde for three weeks, unlike Pluto, which is retrograde for five months. Venus and Mars go retrograde only once every two years. Astrology is all about probabilities and frequency. If a particular particular transit occurs rather frequently, it will not... Turning the page here. (laughs) It will not bring big changes. However, if a transit occurs infrequently, you can bet it comes with big changes. Mercury, Venus, and Mars retrograde are important, and they do come with big changes. In 2020, all these planets go retrograde. Venus is still retrograde until June 25th. Mercury goes retrograde on June 18th, and Mars goes retrograde on September 9th. That's one after another. Mercury and Venus retrograde cycles coincide with the beginning of a new cycle. During the middle of the retrograde, Venus and Mercury align with the Sun and transform from evening stars into morning stars. Mercury is how we make sense of the world with our mind. Venus is how we make sense of the world with our hearts. While Mercury is our objective experience of the world, Venus is our subjective experience. Mercury is our thinking process, Venus our values. In the last couple of weeks, while Venus descended into the underworld, transforming from an evening star into a morning star, we've been witnessing a reset of values, 
mainly through the anti-racist movement. Now that Mercury prepares, prepares to go retrograde, I've been talking a lot, can you hear it? Now that Mercury prepares to go retrograde, it's our thinking process that is experiencing a reset. In September 2020, it's Mars's turn to go retrograde, which is a little bit different. If Mercury and Venus retrograde coincide with the beginning of a new cycle, they are in their new moon phases. Mars retrograde is opposite the Sun, so it's in its full moon phase, which is why the key word for Mars retrograde is culmination, not reset. A warning, this is from her. This particular Mars retrograde, September, October 2020, won't be pretty. Mars will be engaged in a tense cardinal T-square with the planets in Libra and the planets in Capricorn. The Capricorn story that peaked in March is not over. Until Mars goes retrograde, June and July are by no means less intense because in June and July, we're also in the middle of the eclipse season. And she talks about the eclipse season. Eclipses are when big things happen. We have a new moon and a full moon every month, but it's only twice a year that the sun, the moon, and the earth align to create the eclipses. Again, transit frequency is key. Eclipses are not regular new moons and full moons. They are special new moons and full moons. At the eclipses, we are given a unique opportunity to connect with the source and get access to information we wouldn't normally have access to. Eclipses are a recalibration of fate and free will. During the eclipse season, your individual path realigns with the universal path. Let me say that again because that is so powerful. During the eclipse season, your individual path realigns with the universal path. An eclipse points to what you need to change so you can reconnect with your purpose. There are two types of eclipses depending on which side of the lunar node axis they occur. North node eclipse and south node eclipse. North node eclipse points us forward to what we need to learn or do to move in the direction of our purpose. They come with opportunities and new beginnings, but they also ask you to adjust to new circumstances. South node eclipses are connected with our past and with our deep-rooted patterns of behavior. They come with outcomes, releases of energy and achievements, depending on your particular karmic load. Node. Load. <laughs> karmic load. <laughs> At a south node eclipse, it is payback time. The lunar eclipse on June 5th was a south node eclipse. The solar eclipse this weekend on June 21st at the solstice is a north node eclipse, a time for bold new beginnings. I'll read again what it says for north node. North node eclipses point us forward to what we need to learn or do to move in the direction of our purpose. They come with opportunities and new beginnings, but they also ask you to adjust to new circumstances. And then she continues, in 2020, history will be written in front of our eyes, and what we've witnessed so far is just the beginning. The second half of June and the first half of July will be at least as intense as the first months of the year. The next intensity peak is in September, October. 2020 is not for the faint of the heart, but what history tells us is that new eras are always preceded by big changes. Whatever happens, however disrupting, it is part of a process of renewal. A new world is around the corner. Astro Butterfly. Wow, right? <laughs> wow. So what I am feeling 
myself and it's how I'm showing up here in this podcast, which I am assuming, guessing, meanings many others are feeling exactly the same way, is a need to rest, a need to just pause in all that is happening and absorb it and release it and um, kind of recharge, prepare for the next round of whatever it is that's arriving. The word that came to mind, I had lots of words, I was just sort of feeling like saturated, satiated, and I'm like, no, (laughs) the word is respite, respite, which means, uh, I looked up the actual definition, I thought I knew it, and it was pretty much what I thought, but it says a brief period of rest in the midst of challenging times, and I feel that, you know, we, we have been moving so quickly in all that has happened with the, the conversations, the protests, the, the energy of what is shifting globally right now after such a long period of rest. We were quarantined home and then suddenly we were out and vocal and it, it was just this swirl, this massive movement of energy up and out which is exactly as it's meant to be in 2020, which is exactly as we are all co-creating it. It is absolutely of the divine highest possibility. And here we are in these human bodies. Sometimes we just need the rest. We need the pause. We need to integrate how much is shifting and uh, realign ourselves with what is going to flow through us next, with what we are going to do as we align with this new focus. So astrology is uh, giving us the support, (laughs) creating the shift in our physical bodies through all the astrological shifts. We are being invited into the summer solstice weekend, a time of, well, for us it's summer, for others it's winter. A time of really feeling the shifting gears halfway through the year, shifting the seasons. Where, um, yeah, it's like we're sort of turning directions or grounding in really deeply and feeling everything come into balance and centeredness around us. And it's very difficult to do that when there's a lot of movement and activity and conversation and swirl so the the respite that i encourage for myself for all of us is just the pause however long that is for you a pause to be still and to connect with the earth and to feel feel the steadiness within you when you do that to feel all of the alignment astrologically if you If you can imagine as you just sit, so perhaps you do it right now with me, as I sit here in this moment and I connect in with the earth and I feel the earth so steady underneath my bottom, like I can feel the the pulse of the planet, right? We hear that, but can you feel that? The steady heartbeat of our planet. And when you relax your muscles and you allow 
right? Allow an exhale. Allow your body to unwind a little or a lot. Feel your muscles start to melt a little or a lot. <laughs> Let your shoulders rest. Perhaps lean back. If you don't have anything behind you, lean back. Allow yourself to have some support at your back physically, which then allows you to open your heart chakra a little wider. You can let your shoulders drop and open. And then it's a little easier to breathe. And then if you can imagine from the top of your head, what if there is like a, an antenna or a radar or some sort of um, honing, homing signal above your head, a beacon of light that just connects instantly to what's happening in the universe, to all of the planets and the stars and everything that is aligned in this specific moment, today, this weekend. Feel where the sun is, the moon is, the stars are, and as you just allow your antenna to feel the placement of everything in the universe connecting right into your crown and the placement of your physical body here in this moment as you hear these words and feel this energy and then you breathe out what if in this one moment everything is exactly as it's meant to be you are exactly where you chose to be, doing exactly what your soul most wanted you to be doing. And all of the planets and the stars and the sun and the moon are sitting with you in this moment, validating the perfection of the grid, the blueprint, the master plan <laughs> that is unfolding. You're not late, you're not early, you're not in the wrong place doing the wrong thing you're exactly where your soul most wanted you to be on June whatever date you happen to listen to this 2020 or whenever you listen to this right here in this moment it's perfect so there's nothing there's nothing to do except to feel it to be in it to have this brief pause and go, oh, <laughs> right now, it's good. It's exactly as it's meant to be. When I went out this morning for my run, I was coming up the road towards my house, and I was just happening to look down, and there's this little turtle. This little turtle at the bottom of this big hill. <laughs> And he was just sort of sitting there. I don't even know if he was walking at the time I saw him. It's the same little turtle, I'm sure of it, that I took a picture of earlier this week and posted on Instagram. And I said, this same little guy just keeps walking across the road and I keep stopping for him. It was the third time earlier this week that I'd stopped for this little turtle. <laughs> and this morning... Not in my car, walking. I'm coming up the hill. There he is at the bottom. He's just poking his little head out. <laughs> and I just looked at this big hill, this little turtle. I'm like, oh, you've got a long way to go, buddy. 
<laughs> but to pick him up and move him is not the point. Right? He's exactly where he wants to be. And he's going to move to the side if he hears some noise. <laughs> he's going to go into the rocks or the trees or the grass or the woods. Exactly where he wants to be. And so simply honoring him and just seeing his little face. I took a picture. Maybe I'll use it for today's podcast image. <laughs> I sent the picture to my husband. I said, when you go down the road today, watch out for our little guy. Don't speed. <laughs> right? He's exactly where he wants to be. And he's doing his thing. And as I race by him, <laughs> going up the hill faster than he is, it's not a race. It's just not a race. It's not a competition. He's where he wants to be doing it his way, and I was where I wanted to be doing it my way. And maybe that's the beauty, the gift of this word respite. Claim that respite, that rest when you need it. Don't apologize for it. Don't try to explain it to everyone. Just take care of yourself. And then honor when someone around you is doing it differently. Let them race. Let them walk. Let them respite. <laughs> let them do what they want to do. Right? But take care of yourself. This is a long year we are moving through with a lot that is shifting. And so we're going to have times where we're moving quickly and getting so much accomplished. And there are going to be times where we slow down and we recharge. And the only one who knows that best for you is you. So just be in your own flow. And trust your own flow. So I honor the turtles. I honor the fast-moving ones. I honor all of us along the way, wherever we happen to be. I wish you a beautiful summer solstice weekend. I'm sending a big burst of love to my beautiful friend who turns 50 this weekend on the summer solstice. And I send you so much love. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.